0: Good morning everyone and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin show and I am the one and only Dave Fremlin and you are listening to me. Yay! <clears throat> Today is Monday. Everyone who likes Monday raise your hand. I'm raising my hand. I actually like Monday. I actually like Monday um, better than weekends especially after a holiday and the reason is I like things to feel normal. Just you know I don't I, I like routine. Uh, I'm not very spontaneous in most cases. Okay, so what am I going to talk about today? First of all, I had a terrible night. I had restless legs really bad. And I also, oddly enough, ate um, chocolate yesterday. And So I wonder if the culprit is uh, as I suspected, which will be a big problem for me. You are listening to The Dave Fremlin Show to share with anyone who's interested out there um it takes a so, super duper um, long time yeah okay. to Yay. um and so i anyways and now tonight i'm gonna not give you some information Yay. a doctor um, which i forgot what it is right you're listening to the dave Fremlin show Yay. i guess welcome. Welcome. we'll see what happens right <clears throat> anyways um okay what's my topic for today I just heard a long lecture from Dr. Robert Malone. He's the one who invented the platform technology for the mRNA vaccines. And he explained, like, why the vaccines are so dangerous. Okay, so I'm going to just give a brief explanation about the vaccine. So a normal vaccine an old-fashioned vaccine, let's say, the traditional vaccine. How that works is um, what they do is they take the the virus that they're trying to vaccinate against, they take that, they kill it, and then they blow it up you know, into bits and pieces, and then they take all those little bits and pieces and they put them into a... a gel of some sort that can penetrate into your into your body and then they inject it into you and that stimulates your own body's immune response to that particular or those particular particles as many particles the better and that has been going on for centuries those vaccines are very very old uh, the technology is not new. They've been tried and true. Every now and again, somebody might have you know a reaction, but for the most part, they're very, very safe. The second type of old-fashioned vaccine, traditional vaccine, are similar to that, but they use a live virus to stimulate the immune response, and those are slightly more dangerous. In that, um, they're slightly more dangerous in that they can actually cause a person to catch the virus rather than develop a good immune response but they're not as dangerous. they're they're very very safe now the new vaccines quote-unquote vaccines what i call bioweapon they use a different type of technology altogether and what they do is they take the spike protein which is the uh The identifying and toxic feature of the supposed COVID virus, if it exists, there's a spike protein. And the spike protein is the thing that sticks up from the smooth surface of the sphere of the actual virus. And they're like little Velcro hooks. And they go around your body and they stick to things. And then they pull in and then the virus actually injects its own DNA into your cell and causes itself to replicate. That's how this particular COVID virus works, and that's what the spike protein does. So how this vaccine works, instead of taking the COVID virus and blowing it up and taking the spike protein and blowing it up and interjecting it into your body, letting your body respond, that's not what they're doing. They're using a combination or a compound that actually takes a a DNA sequence Okay, an RNA sequence. RNA is very similar to DNA. Only RNA is like DNA is actually the 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 map, and then the RNA is actually the um, the mm, not really the map. Okay, the DNA is actually like the overall atlas, and then the RNA is more like a specific road map from point A to point B. Okay, like the triptych they used to have at the AAA. Okay, so, um, or your step-by-step route in your GPS. So the, the, what the mRNA does is it takes the actual uh, road map, the DNA map from the virus that produces the spike protein. And the spike protein is what actually causes toxicity in your body. And it tells your cells, goes into your cells and then throughout your blood to all your cells, And it tells your cells to make this spike protein, therefore stimulating your own immune system to attack basically your own cells, especially because it's causing your own cell to produce the spike protein on the outside of the cell. Now, in a vaccine world where this was totally safe, Your body would be introduced. The spike protein would express on the outside of a cell. Your body would create an immune system response, go attack that, and boom, boom, done. Now you have an immune response. But because the spike protein is expressing on the outside of your own cells and is continuing to manufacture more over and over and over again, okay? So when you're introduced to an old-fashioned vaccine, it goes into you one time, Your body makes a response that's permanent. In these new quote-unquote vaccines, it goes into your body and causes your body to continue to produce this toxin over and over again from every cell. And so your immune system, first of all, gets very overwhelmed. And second of all, it starts attacking your own cells because it sees the spike protein as coming out of, say, for example, a liver cell. The Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. If you like listening to the Day Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. So it goes after those liver cells that are producing the spike protein. So you're, you're producing an immune response against your own body, okay, in these new vaccines. This is why they are so dangerous, okay? And this is from the actual inventor of the vaccine. This is a quote from him or paraphrasing from him. I listened to an hour lecture today, an explanation in depth. This is sort of the nutshell explanation, And so now, given this... Okay, and now here's another question I have. The safety data on these quote-unquote vaccines, where is the long-term safety data? Where is it? Because if you only have had a vaccine out for one year and you've only been producing it for a couple of years, where's the safety data? Where's the long-term safety data? There isn't. And they have now declared... That the Pfizer is not um, liable to produce the data, the FDA data, that they got their uh, injections approved via using this data. They are not uh, required to produce that for 50 years. Think about that. If you're 80 years old and you're taking a vaccine, you're not even going to get to know what's in it until you've already been dead for 25 years. Tell me. How is that transparent? And how? who is going to be stupid enough to take a vaccine in which you don't get to know any information about it? I know I'm not. And then I got to ask myself, why then have so many people just run up to take this vaccine? And I got to give you an example. It's called fear. And I'm going to give you an example of what this fear looks like and why it is so disgusting to me. I don't have fear. I, I have fear in a different way, okay? But I don't have fear of dying of COVID. I don't have fear of, I don't have that kind of a fear. And I, I know somebody, my mother, a very brilliant, very intelligent, smart, educated woman in the medical field. And COVID came around and I didn't realize that she was really that afraid of it, but she kept talking about it, wearing a mask. And we went out for a walk one day And some guy asked me for directions, came right up to me, two feet away, one foot away. And he was kind of, you know, uh, asking me for directions and he was kind of getting, I don't know, friendly or friendly distance from me. And uh, my mom, when I was done talking to this guy, she stood back from me 10 feet, 10 feet. I go, what's wrong with you? She goes, that guy, you don't know him. I go, yeah. And he asked me for directions. I gave it to him. Yeah. I go, well, I wasn't afraid he was going to pull a knife on me or anything, mom. And she goes, no, he might have COVID. I go, well, he's not sniffling or sneezing. He's out in public. She goes, you can't walk. Don't come in. Go home and take a shower before you come over to my house. And I got really mad. Really mad. I didn't understand this at all. And then um, later on when the vaccines came out, she very excitedly told me I took the vaccine. I go, Mom, where's the safety data on it? Do you know if it is good for you? Do you know if you, you're you an old lady? Well, you know, I'm an old lady. If it's dangerous, it's okay now. So my mom's attitude was that she did not want to die of COVID if she caught it from me. But she doesn't mind dying from somebody giving her an untested vaccine that could cause permanent nerve damage or all kinds of hellish things. and I'm not I, I can't I couldn't deal with it. I really couldn't deal with it at all. And so here's my my declaration, I am anti-vax, all vaccines actually. I'm actually against all medicines and drugs. And that doesn't mean that I will not take a drug or take a medicine if, you know, if I'm sick and I, th- I think it will help me. But I have honestly, at this stage of my life, I have learned a very valuable lesson about medications and drugs. And here's that lesson. And if you're out there listening, you should learn this lesson. It doesn't do the thing that you think it's gonna do. It will temporarily trick you into thinking that it's doing the thing you want it to do But when it ends, it actually has done the opposite of what you want it to do, thus making you want and need more of it and or another in order to achieve the same result. And that goes for whether you're taking medicine because you have high blood pressure or if you're taking medical marijuana because recreationally, because it's fun. It doesn't make any difference. The thing that you think that drug is doing is not doing it. If you have, for example, I'm going to take the most benign thing I can think of. If you go out to dinner and you eat a very rich dinner and you come home and you have indigestion and you're burping all over the place and gassy and you go into your medicine cabinet and you take a Tums or a Rolaids, I don't want to even go into a brand name, an antacid, a typical calcium-based antacid, and you think, oh, it's chalky, it tastes chalky, it feels chalky, it's going into my stomach, it's absorbing the, the gases and acids and it's neutralizing that. By being in my stomach, it actually goes into the stomach and dissolves in the stomach and the actual chemical process happens in the stomach. And it feels like that. And that's what you think when you take it. And it feels chalky when you eat it. But that's not how an antacid actually works. It seems like it works that way. Hi, I'm Dave Fremlin, host of the Dave Fremlin Show on Podbean. Now, you can listen to me on Spotify also. But please support my podcast by clicking the follow button on the Podbean or spotify app thank you for listening and have a nice day when you put the plop plop fizz fizz in the water and it fizzes up and you drink the fizzy water and it seems oh the fizzy water is neutralizing the acid in my stomach that's not what's happening what's happening is the chemicals the calcium and the chemicals that are in that chalky tablet are breaking down in your stomach and the chemicals are going throughout your bloodstream and into your brain and into your systems and they are telling your body, tricking your body into reacting a certain way which then turns off the mechanism that's making the gas or the acid or whatever. It's not it's not like you have, like if you have a cup of acid and you put the bicarbonate into the cup of acid and it reacts in the cup, that's not what's happening in your body. That's not how it works. It makes you think that's how it works because it tastes chalky and it feels like paste and it thinks, oh, yeah, it's going into my stomach and it's neutralizing it. But think about this that pill never makes it to your stomach because you chew it up in your mouth. And in your mouth, you have all kinds of salivas and other kinds of juices. And by the time that that tablet gets to your stomach, there's nothing left of it but molecules. So how is it neutralizing the acid? Like It's not an Alka-Seltzer sitting in a cup of water bubbling up. It's already been bubbled up in your mouth. So what's happening is the molecules are going into your, they're telling your body, tricking your body to react a certain way. And then when that reaction wears off, your body will will go back to compensating and you'll go back to making twice as much acid the next time you go out to eat. Okay, that's honest to God's truth. And eventually, you will need to carry around a roll of antacid tablets with you wherever you go. And by the time you're my age, you might even be having to have prescription-level antacids. And I took another antacid. And I'm not even going off on on antacids to like use like they're bad, I'm giving you the most benign example that I can possibly think of. And they get worse from there. It gets worse from there. Cholesterol medicines, for example, you go into the doctor and you show up with a cholesterol level of 300. They prescribe you a simvastatin. You take the statin and you go and get a, um, a cholesterol test and the, now it says 150. Has your cholesterol actually changed? No. What's happened is the number has changed because the simvastatin gets into your bloodstream and it it doesn't make the cholesterol, it doesn't go out through your veins and dissolve little pieces of cholesterol and break them up and throw them out of your body. That's not happening. If you did that, you'd be ketonic. You'd be peeing out, cholesterol and that's another condition called ketosis okay so no that's not what's happening it makes you think that's what's happening when you pop the pill you think oh this is lowering my cholesterol it's taking the bad cholesterol out of my body it's not what it's doing it is artificially decreasing the number that shows up on the test okay how it does that is by making the little particles less able to be detected less able to be detected so they don't show up on the test so the number comes out lower it doesn't really get rid of your cholesterol the way to get rid of your cholesterol is to eat low cholesterol foods and like um ldl you know there's two kinds of cholesterol hdl and ldl you need the ldl so anyways, that's how you do it. it you, your body has to do it from within. And so those are those are two very benign examples. And and blood pressure medicine is another one. It artificially tells your brain by, by chemical reactions, okay, through your systems. Not just in your, it, you don't just pop the pill, it goes into your stomach, and then one little molecule floats up to your brain and says, here, do this. No, 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 no. It breaks down into molecules. It goes through your blood. The blood goes to all the systems in your body. It goes through your liver, through your kidneys, through your spleen, your hob your, your goblin and all those things. And, 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 and when it gets in there, those systems that are within your body, they filter out. This molecule goes here. This molecule goes there. This molecule, we don't need it. It goes to waste. This molecule has to react with that molecule. So we have to send it over there. and We have to add more of this. Okay. It's like a big giant chemistry set. Okay. But it doesn't happen the way you think it does. And over time, and this is why I'm anti-medicine and I'm anti-medicine and I'm anti-drugs. Okay. And even though I will sometimes occasionally do recreational drug, it doesn't do what you think it's doing. Okay, when you get high off that drug, it doesn't just like, you know, you think, oh, I smoked this weed and now it's just like relaxed my brain. And no, what it has done is has put chemicals into your lungs and then those chemicals through the way that blood circulates through your lungs gets into your blood, little THC particles, and then they attach. They're very sticky and they attach to receptors all over your body all throughout your nervous system and whatever, and then they stick there. And they stick there and they affect, like think of a transistor in a radio. The electrical pulse goes up the wire, then it hits the resistor. And when it hits the resistor, it causes the the spark to go a different direction. So that's what these do in your body. And it it seems fine while you're on it, and then it wears off, and you're like, oh my God, you feel 10 times worse than before you... You you go home, and you're like, okay, I want to relax after work, so you smoke a little weed, have a little hit of alcohol. You feel so relaxed and great. But in two hours, you don't feel relaxed and great, and you don't just feel back to normal where you were before you started. You feel more weird and more uncomfortable, thus requiring more of whatever it was you took before and that goes across the board it goes for aspirin it goes for the most benign things and it also goes for very very radical things like for example crystal meth or heroin or uh, dopamine agonist medications or vaccines and the Particular vaccine that they're pushing now it works on your body in such a way attacking your own systems that it causes you to need more and more of the vaccine constantly and as you notice they're already on like okay they've given you two shots and then a booster and now they're already working on a fourth booster and where is the long-term study where is it i beg of you do not take this new vaccine. Do not encourage your family and whatever you do, do not give it to a child. Whatever you do, do not give your children these vaccines. And that's my message for today. I hope you get something out of it. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed in The Dave Fremlund Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlund and is a Dave Fremlund production. Thank you for listening.